Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, June the 28th, and lots happened since we last spoke here on Phillies Today. I was off yesterday. I had my cousin's wedding in Connecticut over the weekend. Shout out to Charles Seltzer, now married Charles Seltzer. He had a great time. But um, sadly, I also was able to watch the Phillies on Saturday night. Uh, over the weekend, they do win three of four in San Diego. That's nice. You know, really actually nice series for them. But we all know, you know, the, the news of the uh, of the weekend of the season. Bryce Harper, broken hand, a super tough, tough thing to watch play out in the moment. Um, Blake Snell just loses control of the ball and, you know, it just crushes Harper's hand. You could see it in the moment. He knew how bad it was. He falls to the ground, the... You know, dramatic type of of reaction that he gave. It was just so clear in the moment that it was a serious injury. You know that um, I was I was watching with my brother. We're at this wedding together, and and I, we were watching Saturday night at the, the Airbnb. We're staying out together, and you know, we watch it happen. And my brother just turns to me and goes, you "Guys, don't react like that for a bone bruise." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. You're right. Yep, that is that is a uh, that's an injury. It's a serious injury, and yeah, you, know, you knew immediately." Harper reacting with the, the anger and frustration at first, and then you know, understanding that Blake Snell didn't mean to do it. And I, I think we, most people at least know that. You see that play, and you know, you could see it on Snell's face. He was mortified. You know, he did the tip of the cap, the whole thing. Um, that was clearly not on purpose. He was clearly not trying to do anything like that. He just he lost it, and it's a shame because. Bryce Harper is the one who suffers. The Phillies are the ones who suffer. And, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, one of those fluky things that can derail a season, you know, and 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 just might. <laughs> Probably will if we're being honest, you know. Can the Phillies power through this that we don't know the exact um, uh, timeline for Harper yet, but it does look like Scott Larber reporting he, he likely will need surgery, that Harper plans to play again this season, but if he does need surgery, we're looking at, you know, beginning of September, uh, best case scenario, end of August. Um, and that's tough. And who knows where the Phillies are by then, or or if Harper can even come back effectively. You know, I mean, a broken thumb is is a really bad injury for a hitter, you know, and especially to come back after a few months off and then just jump right back in, it's concerning. It's a shame, you know, and on his way to another MVP quality season, the dude's batting in the 320s. Just seemed like he had finally mastered the art of hitting, you know, the the science of it. It just, he cracked the code this year, it felt like. You know, the last, second half of last year and this year, it's like, all right, he's just, he's like Neo up there when he stops the bullets. He's like, 
I got it. You know, I, I know exactly what to do. Ah, and it's such a such a frustrating injury, uh, you know. And I feel bad on on so many levels. Obviously, first and foremost, for Bryce Harper, who, you know, in the the time we've had him here in Philly, we've learned a lot about him and learned that that you know I don't know if there's anyone who loves baseball more than Bryce Harper. You know, I think it's the first thing I think about with the guy is he is just as much of a baseball head as there is. He's just obsessed with the game, obsessed with playing it, obsessed with getting better obsessed with the winning, all that stuff. And, um, you know, for him to be in the midst of of another MVP caliber season, you know, in the midst of the athletic peak of his, his body and career, in the midst of what will be a Hall of Fame career at the, the, the pinnacle of it from a talent body perspective, and then something like this happens. Um it's devastating. It really is on so many levels for, for Bryce and obviously for the Phillies, I'll get to that, but for Bryce himself, you know, it just sucks. It sucks to see, you know, he's already had to adjust this year to being a DH after the elbow injury and had done such a great job of, of, you know, buying into that role and becoming a DH and understanding what was needed from him and working on hitting all the time and, and doing everything he could to contribute to a game without being in the field and all that. And then, you know, this happens and, uh, you know, all that work, all that, that fight to fight through, um, gets thrown out the window because now he can't even fight through if he wanted to. And, uh, and it's a real shame. It's a real shame for Harper it's a real shame, obviously, for the Phillies as, you know, look, um, we've seen many examples in baseball of teams losing great players and powering through. You know, last year, the Braves lost Ronald Acuna, who's their best player. And, you know, you could argue Freddie Freeman was last year, but they won the World Series, you know, without him. You know, we've they, this year, they've lost Albies uh, for a while now. They lost Acuna earlier in the season. They've won games. The, the Mets lost the two best pitchers in baseball and have uh, handily stayed in first place in the division, have no problem winning baseball games. So, like, you could do it. It is uh, it is possible for the Phillies to tread enough water, win enough games to be in it and get Harper back and, and make a run. Like, it is possible, but it's also hard to say that, that you expect it, right? I mean, you could say that that I'm hopeful that I've been impressed with what I've seen from the rest of this team, that potentially that could be the the catalyst that could um, you know lift this team forward and bond these guys together and Harper's injury almost becomes a, a rallying force for this team that could absolutely happen you know there's a Phillies team that's only two games out of a playoff spot right now you know they're they're right in at 39 35 two games out one game behind the Giants two behind the Cardinals only three behind the Braves they're starting a series with the Braves tonight like you know they're right in the thick of it they are. And they've played much, much, much better baseball, obviously, in this month. So, um, you know, they, they can still compete. They can stay in it, but it's a really tough injury to get over. You know, you're talking about, obviously, losing the MVP of the sport. Um, someone who is on his way to having another MVP-type season. Someone who is the best player on his team, the best hitter on his team. One of the best in baseball. It's a big loss. It's a big loss. Obviously. I mean, this is like the most obvious thing I've ever said. Yeah, oh, losing Bryce Harper's a big loss. But it, it it's a big loss. And 
I don't know if this team can can weather it. I really don't. I hope they can. And I think if they do, it will be such a such a strong um, sign that this organization is headed in the right direction, that bringing in guys like Kyle Schwarber made a real difference, that Rob Thompson potentially could be a pretty good manager if this team can weather this and actually be a playoff team at the end of all this. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty magical. It really would. Um, but realistically, you have to look at it and say that, that this was a, a potential death knell for the Phillies. It could be. I mean, again, the Phillies are not a playoff team today with Bryce Arbor. <laughs> with having him, they're not a playoff team. They're still two out. And again, only two out. We've been way further out this year. We're four games over five hundred. They're playing their best baseball. You know, so so they're in it, but you know, when you look at the eight teams for six spots, you look at the quality of teams that they're competing against for playoff spots, and it it really does make it a, a much more precarious, difficult spot for the Phillies to to be one of those six. Without their best player. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty simple when you look at it that way. So, um, it's a, it's a, it's just a crushing injury. It's just an absolute crushing injury for a team that had really seemed to, to be figuring it out and really seemed to be on the path towards finally ending this, this drought, finally making the city proud of them, finally playing a playoff game again you know we it really did feel like we were heading down that road again and you know with the month of june with the way the team has played and even with that it was still a, a question mark of you know tough tough at national league this year will they actually get in you know it's kind of unsure and 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 it just is but man man is it harder without bryce harper Man, is that just a, a, a crushing injury for a team that you know, really had had finally started to be fun for the first time in you know, a decade, really. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame. Now, you know, how? How could they how can they compete? Like what does this team need to do? Obviously, I think, you know, it's one of those super um, you know, you really need everyone to to step up and contribute if you're gonna find a way to to keep this season alive, to keep the dream alive. You know, I think, obviously, some of the guys you're already seeing. I mean, Kyle Schwerber, the 8-5 win on, on Sunday after losing Harper. It's the big home run in that one. Had a big double in that one, four RBI in that game. Um, all of a sudden, you know, the OPS is at 842 for Schwerber. He's just, he's been such a massive, massively important player for this Phillies team already this year, and, and now he has to take on an even bigger role. He is more important, if possible, and and also off the field. I mean, the toast stuff, the locker room stuff, the leadership stuff. Like, they need Kyle Schwarber more than ever, and they also need their other big offseason signing. You know, now's the time—a four for five game on Sunday from Castellanos. You know, this is it. You know, right now they need Nick Castellanos as much as they've ever needed him. That's for sure. As much as you know, if Nick Castellanos can all of a sudden just turn into the guy he was last year, the silver slugger he was last year, the three oh nine with thirty four home run guy, or even some semblance of that guy, that's the kind of thing that can all of a sudden catapult this team back into this thing and, and keep them alive while Harper's out. You know, they've gotten so little from Castellanos that if he can all of a sudden become Nick Castellanos that they sign, then 
Yeah, that can make a major difference in this lineup, and obviously it would have been even better with Harvard, but it is the kind of thing that could 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 keep them in this this season. JT, another guy who, you know, again, I'm not expecting JT to be awesome, but if JT can just be what he was last year as a hitter, it would be such a massive impact for this team. You know, it really would, and, and now's the time where these guys got to step up. This is it. It's go time. And look, also, we'll talk about stepping up. Dave Dombrowski, come on down, sir. Because it is also time for Dave Dombrowski to make some moves. You know, they're going to have to. And it's, again, this is such a balance and such a, you know, I don't know what the right answer is in terms of the, the, you know, they've done a decent job the last couple years of restocking this system with at least some high-end guys, the Mick Abels, the Andrew Painters. You know, Griff McGarry's look good. Logan O'Hoppy's look good. They're starting Johan Rojas. They have some some guys, you know, still a lower-tier farm system in terms of talent, but they finally have some guys, and the question is, do you just flip them immediately, right? Like, or do you say, no, 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 no. We need to be smart about this, and, and after losing Bryce Harper, is it is it the time to go all in? Is it the time to make these type of moves? It's a really fascinating spot for this organization and, and how they decide to attack this thing. You know, do they do what they've done in, in recent years and make a few cosmetic moves but say to themselves, you know what, without Harper, mm, it's probably unlikely we're not going to mortgage the future for this season. Or do they say, this team's good enough? If we can last till Bryce gets back, anything can happen. So it's going to be a really fascinating trade deadline, and honestly, really month leading up because you're losing Harper now, and really with the bulk of your tough games on the schedule left in the next three weeks before the trade deadline or two weeks, you know, do you do you or not the trade the All Star break, you know, do you consider maybe making a move even sooner, and do you try and bolster the lineup earlier? And by the way, we talk about adding a bat now because Harper's out, but by the way, we still have some real pitching holes like we know about. I mean, the bullpen. Needs help. Probably need a fifth starter. You know, or a, a guy you can pitch in the playoffs and a, a guy who's, who's legit, you know, with Eflin, Gibson, like Suarez. Which of those three guys is going to be able to contribute if you make it to the playoffs? I don't know right now, you know? So there are some real holes for the team, some real things they need to fix. And it's going to be fascinating to see how they prioritize it or how they they decide to shake it out after this injury, you know? So... It is um it's a really fascinating spot for the Phillies here and you know we'll continue to wait to see what the the actual prognosis is with Harper whether the surgery is confirmed I mean I would be shocked if he didn't need it that wasn't like a oh just nicked his thumb kind of broken thumb like his hand got pulverized as was evidenced by his reaction and you know the dramatics of it all and and you know I don't blame him you know he's clearly in so much pain in the moment um it's just, uh, it sucks. It sucks. The Bryce Harper injury sucks. There's no better way to put it. But the Phillies are in it. They're two back. They did win three of four this weekend. I mean, you look back, at, uh, I was impressed with the way they played. You know, they went on Thursday, then they come back on Friday, they lose one nothing. A frustrating game in that, you know, you really, you get another great outing from Aaron Nolan, you waste it, which has seemed to be a um, a hallmark of this team as Nolan goes seven innings, one run, ten strikeouts, seven hits, two walks, and and, and loses. It's a loss. Alvarado cleaning three strikes. By the way, Alvarado, they made a little change with him, um, throwing the cutter more, it seems like, earlier in counts, and he's been very good. <laughs> he 
He looks nasty. So I don't trust Alvarado yet, but, you know, positives. Um, but Nola was great, and they just didn't get anything going. Five hits, five walks, just nothing that can move them forward. But then they bounce back Saturday and Sunday and win these games. And Saturday, you win the game with Harper going down in the middle of it, which you know was impressive to see. A, a hard-fought win. JT homers early. Schwarber gets a big hit later. Um, Bohm gets a big double. You know, they, they kind of pieced it together in this one. Not a ton of hits, but found a way to win. A nice outing from the pen. Eflin gives you five innings of two-run baseball. Not bad. The knee's still bothering him, it appears, he talked about after. But then you get uh, clean innings from Bilotti, Knabel, Hand, and Sir, and Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony closing out the game, by the way. How about it? How about a nice, easy 10-pitch ninth inning? One, two, three. Yeah. One, too bad. I enjoyed it. Give me more of those, please. Uh, as the Phillies win it four to two with some timely hits and some really nice pitching, and they did it in a uh, in a game where Harper goes down with that injury. And I, if, at least watching the game to me, it was one of those things where Harper goes down. You see him go out. You're like, well, season might have just ended there. I mean, that was that was tough to watch. And then for them to 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 finish that game out, I was impressed with the way they fought through the rest of that game without Bryce Harper knowing that their dude just went down hard and they fought. And then the next day, the 8-5-1 was an even more impressive one. As you know, it was a game where it felt like they were going to lose early on. You know, they go down one nothing, then they come back at a couple runs in the second. Then in the third inning, a tough third inning for Kyle Gibson as Gibson only goes two and two-thirds, five earned, can't get out of the third inning. It's 5-2 at the end of the third inning, but then... The Phillies battle back. Nick Castellanos, an RBI single, 5-3. Castellanos, a 4-for-5 day. Let's hope that's the beginning of him really turning things around. Then we get to the 7th, and Kyle Schwarber steps to the plate with two on down, two runs, and boom! Schwarber, what a stud this guy is. His his 21st home run of the season, as Schwarber has just been a monster. 6-5, they tack on a couple more, they win 8-5. Nice and easy. Andrew Bellotti, clean inning for a save. Alvarado pitch well. Knabel pitch well again. And then Nick Nelson again. That's really the similar last two games. Is um, Outstanding job by the bullpen in both games. I mean, in this one, they get six and two-thirds. Or, excuse me, six and a third from the bullpen. And the night before, they get four. So, you know, you in the last two games get ten. And, and really, if you want to add in Alvarado the night before, I mean, 11 straight innings of, of shutout baseball from this bullpen, which is... Unexpected, let's say, to say the least. And uh, and they get timely hit. Schwarber, the big hit. Cassiano's a four for five. That's got to be the recipe. You know, this team has to be better. And look, defensively, they should be a little better. You know, they don't have to play Nick Cassiano's in right field all the time anymore. That's actually a, you know, a, a minor win of this thing. Nothing's a win. Bryce Harper's out. Like, losses all around. But, you know, it is something. Um, if you're looking for any sort of silver lining, and again, silver lining is the wrong phrase because... There's nothing good about Harper being out, but if you're looking for something to take from it moving forward, they will have better outfield defense, you would think. Um, They do add Oscar Mercado off of uh, DFA'd by the Indians. Mercado has some tools, you know, a little bit of pop, fast dude, stole 50-plus bases in the minors one time, I believe, um, can run, and and also is an outstanding defensive player in the outfield, so... um, it makes sense as an ad. Uh, I get it. Uh, you know, I don't think Oscar Mercado is saving the season, but for now, a nice move. The question is, you know, what next? 
do they go out and actually make some some additions to this team? Um, it's going to be fascinating. I, I do think they will. I think they'll be at least somewhat aggressive. Um, but again, it's also going to be fascinating to see the Harper thing. Like, yeah, if Harper does need surgery and they say, all right, maybe he comes back in September, what do you do? Do you force it? Do you think about getting him Tommy John and just say, all right, come back next year and we'll be good to go? I mean, there's so many angles to this Harper thing that are not fun, <laughs> that's for sure. But um, but that really uh, raise a lot of questions and how the team should handle it, what's the smartest way for the handle it. I think, obviously, if Harper can come back this season and be effective for you, you, you want that, and that's the goal. But you, know, you do have to weigh these things, and you have to understand what the, the potential outcomes are. And Philly's in a really precarious spot with that, so... It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating. Again, the Phillies two games out of a playoff spot right now at 39-35. They're one game behind the Giants, two behind St. Louis, who is the third wild card right now. The Braves one game ahead of St. Louis, so three ahead of the Phillies right now. As again, the Phillies, a massive series starting with the Atlanta Braves at home this week. The Phillies eight games back of the Mets. Again, three back of the Braves. The Braves at 42 and 32. The Phillies at 39 and 35. The Mets slot out in front at 47 and 27. Again, you know, look, if you're if you're looking for teams that have powered through injuries of important players, the New York Mets have lost Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer in their 47 and 27. You know, the Braves have lost Ozzy Albies and for a while at the beginning of the season, Ronald Acuna, and they're 42 and 32. So, like, there are clear, recent, obvious examples of teams losing massively important players, their best players in some of these cases. I mean, Acuna last year and still powering through and winning baseball games and still being a good baseball team. Um, look, I mean, the, the Padres team that they, they just played this weekend, you know, Fernando Tatis has been out all year. They're 45 and 30, you know, and they just lost Machado. He's been out for like a week or whatever. So um, you can win when you lose your best players. Baseball is a team sport. It is not a sport that is your, I mean, look, uh, last year, a perfect example that we had the freaking MVP and we're an 82 win baseball team. You know, you can, it can go both ways where, you know, you really do need a, a group. You need a team to contribute in order to win baseball games. And, um, that's what's going to have to happen here. Again, uh, you know, Nick Cassianos and JT Romito, I think the um, the eye is on you, so to speak. You know, there is, it is, we are all looking at you guys and hoping that they can step up because that's the only thing right now that can change. You know, trades, other stuff can happen. But right now, the, the most clear, easy way for this team to still win baseball games is for Nick Cassianos and JT Romito to be better and pick up the slack. And to be what what we expected them to be when they're making their twenty three and a half and twenty million dollar contracts or whatever it is, respectively. You know, you need those dudes. When Harper goes out, those dudes got to step up. Schwarber's stepping up. He's been stepping up. Need Romuto to step up. Need need Nick Castiano to step up, and obviously need Hoskins to not go in any of his super deep funks if possible. But Hoskins obviously been better than those two this season so um really 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 a lot on the table for this phillies team as we head into um you know no rest for the weary so to speak a massive week of baseball we just talked about the literal two teams right in front of the phillies there are three one of them is the giants but the two teams who are in the playoff spots the second and third wild cards right now are the atlanta braves and the st louis cardinals well guess what three against the braves three against the cardinals this week so they got a 7.05-er tonight. Wheeler against Morton. Love that. Suarez against Kyle Wright tomorrow. And then Aaron Nola against Ian Anderson on Wednesday, a 6.05-er that night. And then the weekend, 
Eflin versus Mikolas. That's a big one. Kyle Gibson versus, uh, we're not sure yet, and then Zach Wheeler against Adam Wainwright. A little Sunday night baseball for the Phils. They have another off day on Monday. Um, Nine-game homestand here is they'll have an off day on Monday, then three against Washington before going out to St. Louis next weekend for four. Um, And then we're almost at the All-Star break. So um, what an important stretch of baseball this is. It really is. And also it's important for this team to kind of off the jump know that they could do it, to win games right away, to to establish this belief in this core that they could do it without Bryce Harper. It's going to be massive. The next two weeks for the All-Star break really could dictate what this team does and is after. Because they're games against teams they're competing directly with. The Cardinals, the Braves. Seven against the Cardinals over the next two weeks. These games against the Braves. Important, important baseball games coming up. That could set up the second half of the season and beyond, especially with the trade deadline coming up. So um, really important data points these next few weeks. And we'll see if the Phillies can handle it. Again, without their best player, their MVP, can they can they power through? It's going to be a fascinating thing to watch. Obviously, we'd rather watch Bryce Harper, but it's going to be interesting, if nothing else. So we'll see. It, it begins tonight. I guess it began on Sunday and they won that game, but, it, but tonight begins against the Braves at home and it's a big one. So whatever happens tonight. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today, right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 